What's up, guys? It's your host, Jose, from YeehawCowboy.com. And today's podcast, you don't have to be a cowboy to listen. I have my friend Christian Banner, which focuses on custom leather jackets. It's all about rock and roll for him. And I ask him a few questions about his venture and where he's at and where he's going. Listen, see ya. So when did you start, like, the whole company? Like, what year? Gosh, I'm shit. Man, it's been about it's been about six or seven years now. Yeah, it's hard to tell because it, like it kind of kind of started like by accident almost. Okay. Like I was I had left my job and I went through this really bad breakup. Okay. What job was it? I was working for Victoria. Actually, no. Well, I was originally working for Victoria's Secret. Okay. And then I I wanted to get a, a little less corporate, so I started working for this vintage clothing company. Uh, and I was designing, making clothing for them. And then I just couldn't work for anybody anymore. You know, like yeah. I just couldn't deal with like the ego of a boss. Yeah. <laughs> and I just needed to take a break and I, I left and I took some time off and then unfortunately I went through this breakup and it just killed me. Mm. So I kind of just like hung out. I was living in this basement at the time. Mm. What year was this? Gosh, 2014-ish okay. or so, give or, give or take. I don't even know. Time's flying now. And I'm getting older. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I just kind of start. I was like, you know what? Like, I can back into this making clothing thing. Like, it was kind of like a like a therapy. You know, like it was just something to keep me busy. Okay. Like a hobby. Yeah. And I slowly started literally just like posting online and showing people. And people were like, man, can I can I buy this? I was like, really? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you post it like on Instagram or Instagram? It was like right kind of when Instagram started, so I, like I know it had to use the thing. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I know. What am I gonna take photos of? You know, of myself and post and show you? Like I don't care about. It. So yeah, I started using Instagram, and, which is you know such an amazing tool because you know, people from all over the world are able to see. Yeah. You know, like I mean, I gosh, I've I've had the crazy. I mean, Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Australia is a big, I do really well with Australia, you know, and then I get to meet the, the, such incredible people from countries that I would never even imagine, you know, interacting with. Yeah. You know, so it's wild. Yeah. Which one was your first piece? What was your first piece that kind of like, the first one you posted, you could say? Was it, it a shirt or jacket or what was it? It was a jacket I, and it was a really bad... <laughs> Version. Do you ever look back like, oh shit? It's funny because I actually I, I posted it yeah. like a couple months ago, like first jacket I've ever made or something. You know, just yeah. kind of like showing back and oh, you showed it back. Half yeah. the people didn't read the, what I wrote and they're like, oh my gosh, could I buy that? How much? <laughs> I don't think nobody reads the shit. Nobody reads anything. They just fucking look at their picture. I'm gonna start right? doing social tests. <laughs> I'm gonna write like a whole paragraph and then like at the end write something like yeah. just crazy. You know what's funny? I read all your shit. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm told. We should tell, I'm gonna do a social test. See people like if they get to the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I and do. just write like when you if, write the long ones. I do read them though. So. It, yeah, and be like, if you got this far, you can have a free jacket. See, the, <laughs> see if anybody actually is like paying attention, you know? Because it's like, yeah. I actually read the long ones. The, the long stuff. That's crazy. So that was your. You posted it how long ago? The, the old piece. I haven't. I haven't seen five it. Five years ago. Yeah. Oh, oh so the. Oh, Gosh, a couple months ago. So I don't, I don't even remember. It's, it's. I might have deleted it just because, like, like I said, everyone was like, 
they thought it was a new piece. Yeah. You know, like just nobody reads it. And I was like, never mind. I'm just yeah. And how'd you get over that, like the breakup? Just working. Yeah. Just working, working, working. I, I, gotta, I gotta keep busy. Yeah. You know, I, I was listening to music, hence the term rock and roll saved my soul. Okay. Because it literally saved my soul as far as, you know, like I was just going crazy. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I can't just sit still. Like I mm-hmm. constantly have to be doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, even when I'm exhausted, like I, I barely got any sleep last night, but yeah, sure, I popped up early this morning and mm-hmm. you know, start ran some errands, and now I'm down here working. And yeah, as long as I do, you know, a few things for during the day, like I feel accomplished. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's my biggest downfall is taking time off. Like I don't know how to take mm-hmm. time for myself. Yeah, I feel guilty. <laughs> you know how it is when you're yeah. business. Like, Fuck I mean, yeah, I feel like you know? so anxious to get back to work, dude. I can fucking. And then crazy. you know we're constantly. We're, I, I, I can't. Like every time I leave the city, I'm just I, like, mm-hmm. I'm constantly calling my assistant or my employees, and they're like, dude, just yeah. chill out. Yeah, like, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you got to look at it like, man, we're like it's just like I'm making jackets. Like yeah. it's not like I'm like running the government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got to step back, right? You know, and it just uh, you know I create my own stress from that. Yeah, it's just like even you know. Like you were just, you got a call from a client, yeah, you know? yeah. and it's like you're on vacation. You know, you're trying to enjoy yourself, like, hang out, but it's like, oh wait, I gotta take this. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's just someone like, one, where, where are my boots? You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like chill out. You know, like you're, <laughs> that's why I look at it. I yeah. need to look at life like that. Just like yeah. relax. You know, yeah. things will happen. Time, time mm-hmm. will come. And let me ask you, like, I was really addicted to like. You probably had to, I've seen your post that you were addicted to. Like, was it? I was addicted to cocaine. I'm talking about like super addicted. Yeah. Fucking, you know, the business was taking off, and I was using that money to party. I was probably exactly like you. What made me stop was two DUI. So my second DUI was like, boom! I could yeah. lost everything. I could have been in jail. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I could have been in jail. What made to me? I've been sober for about six years now. Like clean up. Yeah. Just you know, you know, beer and stuff like that. But I stopped hanging out with people like that. That you know. Stay away from those people. See, I can't drink a beer now. Yeah. Because that's what triggers me. Oh, okay. And what made you stop then? So what? it was to so backtrack a little bit. Yeah. You know, when I came to New York in my 20s, mm-hmm. early 20s, I had a fashion degree, which just was just bullshit degree. Yeah. You know, which uh-huh. I, I, I just think college degrees are, you know, like I went, I got one because I thought I was supposed to get one. Yeah. You know, and in, in, in the field of art, it's mm-hmm. like there's only so much you can really learn mm-hmm. you know i mean i'm all for it if you know you're becoming a doctor lawyer you know yeah, sure the same fucking way but like you know i'm gonna fashion school <laughs> yeah, like yeah. yeah they're telling me how to create you know so yeah. it's like all right so i came to new york with this fashion degree and which allowed me to get these jobs and i bounced around in corporate fashion world for 10 years mm-hmm. and i just i couldn't keep a job mainly because i would either quit or just get fired yeah it was all the authority you yeah. know people in the fashion industry just take their lives way too serious Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, man, there's like some, there's more to it. You know, yeah. there's more to life than this company that we're working for. Mm-hmm. And it just made me a terrible person. Mm-hmm. And then, gosh, after like five jobs, I got a job with Victoria's Secret, which was my life. I ended up staying with them for six years. Okay. And I designed all of their store display work okay. in New York. And my God, these people were just so critical like I, I mean I, like I said it was I, like we were running the government you know mm-hmm. and we would spend hours on doing the stores we would go in at night we'd go in for like 8pm and work till 11 in the morning and then the corporate people would come in and just like literally rip us apart yeah like I said oh you gotta redo everything it doesn't look good and like just could care less that we just worked 14 hours overnight you know? yeah I'll redo it you know and, and 
because of that, I just became a shitty person. Like I just, I was walking around angry. Mm. And when I was in between jobs, I discovered this bar. This what? This bar. Okay. <laughs> in Lower Manhattan. Yeah. And it was this like little dingy rock and roll bar. Okay. And it's actually funny. Lady Gaga mm-hmm. was a go-go dancer there. Oh wow. This is before her career was yeah. you know took off. She, but when I walked in, it was like one of those moments. Like, oh my gosh, I'm home. You know, like it was just this rock and roll bar and a bunch of people that were just really into rock and roll and friendly and like, mm-hmm. it was like the first time in New York I actually found something that like I belonged to. Oh, like it was okay. like a club or something. You yeah, know? yeah. And when I was in between jobs, I actually was bartending. Never bartended a day in my life. Mm-hmm. And I started bartending there. And yeah. it was like, I mean, it was like a beer and whiskey kind of place. Like people would come in and like, I get a martini. I'm like, we don't even have martini glasses. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll make you one if you want, yeah, but yeah. how about a beer and a shot? Mm-hmm. So when I got the job at Victoria's Secret, I started, I was hanging out at that bar store. Mm-hmm. And cocaine was around. Yeah. But I was always so, like, affra- not afraid of it, but just like, man, you know, like, I don't want to mess with that stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, like, it's That's not me. It it's not me. <laughs> yeah, man. Until one night, like, the balance, I was like, I was, I went in and I was really hungover <laughs> from the night before. Mm-hmm. And the bouncer's like, here, take a, take a little bump of this and you'll feel better. I was like, dude, come on. Yeah, I don't Bullshit, right? Yeah. And I, I don't know, I just, for some reason I did, and it was like Popeye eating spinach. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh my God. The first one, yeah, yeah, Holy yeah. shit, I, I can, <laughs> I feel amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So like, man. you know, it started off as a casual thing for me. You know, it was yeah. around, you know, I was still maintaining a, a, a pretty big job. Mm-hmm. So, got to the point, you know, like, you know, I had your typical weekends and I would go out, you know, cocaine be around. Okay, cool. Then I'd buy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'd buy more of it. Yeah. And then it got to the point where it could almost like ran my life. Like all day I'd be thinking about it mm, for the wow. night. Yeah. You know, like I So you would have to do it every day? No, no. that's the thing, no. Thursday so, through Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah. I like and then I like felt like I, I would have to like make up for lost time. <laughs> You know, because I was maintaining this job. And then once my weekends came, like from Friday to Sunday, Mm -hmm. I was out. Yeah, there was no sleeping, nothing. And then I was literally falling apart, you know, and but I was still able to maintain this job. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, that that's just it just it kills your emotions. Yeah. You know, bodies do everything, man. Your teeth die hurting, your body. Exactly. You know, I was I was like 125 pounds. I was gross. (laughs) Yeah. And I look back at photos and I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, me too. Why didn't anybody tell was, me? And your mind starts doing some crazy shit and thinking some crazy shit. I had a beard, be- like a mustache. Like, it was weird. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. And so what made you like, like I said, like, so you were going through that whole thing and then keep going, man. So. Yeah. I don't know how you. What was real? What was the kicker when I turned 30? Yeah. 30 freaked me out. 30? Holy like, shit. Yeah. For multiple reasons. You know, I, I grew up in a small town in New Jersey and like 75% of people stay there, you know? And like, I'm one of the very few that, that left and went to New York City and like, you know, mm-hmm. but the people that stay there were all married with kids and like living in these houses with jobs and this and that. And I just like was comparing myself and I'm like, yeah. here I am. Like, I hate my life. I hate my job. And yeah. I'm a drug addict. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it, it emotionally, it, I was so fucked up because I was just like, this isn't what I thought life was supposed to get. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever thought, you know, when you're a kid, that's like, yeah. this is what, this would happen. Yeah, or like, yeah. 
or I would have a drug problem, or like, and I, and I always avoided the, saying the word drug problem. Nah, or you'd be like, nah, right? Yeah, I, just, I would go against it. Yeah, but I mean, I just had a, I just had like a mental breakdown. Yeah, I, I just like lost it. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, like leading up to that, I, I wanted to stop, but like I just did, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with anything, if you want to stop something, you have to want to do it. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you could try a million things, but if you don't want to stop something, you're not gonna. You're not going to stop anything. Yeah. Finally, I just said, I can't do this anymore. I really can't do this. Yeah. And I seek that help. You know, like I, 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 just, I knew a couple of people that were quote unquote sober. Yeah. I don't know what that meant. And I, I, I got in touch with them. I was like, hey man, you're, you're sober. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, cause I mean, and friends that are, that were like the craziest ones out there I'm like alright so I need to figure out what they're up to because they're, they're cool. doing great yeah. you know they look great they feel great yeah and they're like you know, I, we, I just stopped you know and, but the way you gotta do it you need help like you need uh, you need help not necessarily like a rehab or this or that yeah. you know what I learned was and the best thing for me was meeting other ex-addicts mm-hmm. you know just talking to them yeah you know and I did the AA thing for a little bit that's cool my thing was you know once I start drinking that's it yeah. You know, I'm actually a lightweight. You know, I have a couple of beers and a couple of shots, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. So cocaine was like, you know, yeah. God. After a while, when you do that stuff, did you feel like, okay, I don't even need to have a beer anymore? Because that's how I was. Like, I, well, I, I, I've done it all. Yeah. I've done it all. Because, like, yeah. you know, the older you get, the hangovers are, like, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, so maybe if I don't drink and just do cocaine, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So that went on for it like started, six months. It started taking it over, right? Yeah. yeah it's just so crazy. would you just cocaine? But then, you know, I would do so much cocaine, I'd be so wired. Uh, so I, I would have to have a drink. Yeah. It was like a chase. Yeah. Like the amount of, like, I mean, one night, God, if somebody, like, I, I wish somebody filmed me. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. <laughs> you know, the shit I would do, let alone yeah. the, the, the shit I would do. Like, yeah. God knows what would come out of my mouth. But, like, the <laughs> amount of yeah. drinking and drugs I would do in one night. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I was drinking whiskey straight out of pint glasses yeah it's crazy to calm to take off like the edge a little bit yeah you know because you do this huge line and you're just like ah (laughs) then you drink and then then you need coke and so it's like it's like a seesaw yeah yeah so when you're 30 it was just like boom so yeah 30 hit home i finally did it you know i actually told my family and Mm -hmm. i told people and i think that was like the first time i was i actually said it you know out loud yeah i met some really incredible people i like i said i did the aa thing for a little bit yeah it's really incredible people just all about sharing stories Mm -hmm. and it was the wild thing was hearing other people that you know i thought it was the only i I thought it was like the only person in the world that had this problem Mm -hmm. so i hid it but hearing other people like with that would do similar things you know like oh my god you do that too Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have the you have you have the same problem. And I like, and I was like, oh my god, I'm not, I'm I'm not alone. Yeah, wow, this is weird. And like people that you know, like everyday people, because I always thought it was like oh junkies and homeless yeah. people, and you know, like stereotypical movies and stuff. Yeah, but like you know, I, I was meeting like the most incredible you know, musicians, and, like very inspiring people, mm-hmm. lawyers, doctors, you know, just people that you know, just like you and I. Yeah, you know, and I realized it was something that. You know this this disease will get anyone. Yeah, they don't. It doesn't discriminate. Yeah, know? that's crazy, man. Yeah. So I did it. You know, and it's it's. I have that willpower. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just. It was a lot easier than I thought. It was more of a mental thing with me. Yeah. You know, the, like, I yeah sure I had cravings and I freaked out in the beginning. I'm like, man, 
like, how am I going to live my life? Like, how am I going to go, like, ever go out again? And, like, yeah. weddings, parties, yeah, this, that, yeah. you know? Like, how the hell am I going to interact with people? Yeah. Because it's all I knew. Yeah. <laughs> that really freaked me out. And then, but then I just, I said to myself, like, I, I just kept putting myself in, like, positions of where like i would have extremely shitty nights which is 90 mm-hmm. percent. there's the there's also such thing as like a successful cocaine addict you know what i mean <laughs> or like you know sure yeah. you have fun but especially towards the end like when the demons start kicking in like, yeah, like you're not like crazy. you're not like going home like i was like you know i feel great you know? like, <laughs> that's only the first night yeah first night, yeah that's crazy i stopped and yeah. you know and i i started to gain clarity and i left the victoria's secret job to go to this other, like I said, non-corporate job, which turned out to be even more corporate. Mm. And I was making clothes for them. And I was with them for about a year. And in that year, I had met a girl that mm. I fell head over heels in love with. Mm. I met her in an AA talent show. Okay. <laughs> <of all> <laughs> and yeah. I just fell head over heels. The thing is, you know, I think she, she became, you know, I was so used to being like addicted to something. Mm-hmm. So she became like my new addiction. Oh, okay. And unfortunately, I put her first as opposed to me. Okay. You know, and now I, when I give advice to people, like I don't care what it is or who you are or whatever you do, you have to put yourself first. Yeah. You know, and it, it sounds cliche and cheesy, but like mm-hmm. in order to give love, you need to love yourself first. Yeah. Sacrifice a little bit, you think? Exactly. Yeah, I you think. Know? Yeah. And it might sound selfish, but like, you know, you have to come first. Yeah. You know, so you're going to be happy. Yeah. That's, that's and that's like what I tell people, like, you know, like, listen, like myself and my, like what I do for a living is first. Mm-hmm. Then my dog. No, <laughs> no, but for real, then you, <laughs> but like, you know, like even like if I were to, you know, get involved or, you know, I, I've dated since. So anyway, so back to that, I got a new job and, you know, I met this girl. So I think this, this year was amazing. I was sober. Yeah. I was happy and working this new job. Yeah. So you're sober for like, the whole time the whole time okay cool and being with somebody that was sober helped yeah but like I said it's a mental game I was not mentally sober yeah like I had to learn how to like deal with feelings for the first time yeah 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 because we're so used to like you know when you're happy you go out get a drink you're sad you go out get a drink yeah everything always led to let's get a drink Mm -hmm. and then that drink turned into like two days you know like just partying yeah it's just crazy so that I, so a year goes by. I shit, you know, I was sitting in the back of the store and uh, somebody comes out like, hey, Christian, you might want to come out here. Somebody wants to talk to you. I was like, ah, oh, give me a minute, you know, do, let me finish my coffee. I was like, I'll like my break or something. And they're like, Donatella Versace is standing outside mm-hmm. and wants to talk to you. I was like, what? Johnny Versace's sister. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. And who, yeah, runs it out, right? Who runs Versace. Yeah, yeah. So I go out and she's standing there with two guards handing a pile of t- of shirts I made. And I was just like, what the fuck? Ooh, give me the chills right what now. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just looks at me. I mean, I, she's so badass. And she's like, did you make these shirts? <laughs> I love that shit. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I did. I did. And she goes. Were you like, like starstruck anything? I just kind of froze for a minute, you know? Oh, like, okay. it wasn't more starstruck. It was more like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. so strange. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't ready for it. You know, I was yeah. like. I was like, yeah, you know, I made those things. And she's like, do you have any more? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I think there's more in the back. She's like, well, I'll take them all. So I ran and got the rest in the back. And this one you had your shop already? Or? No, no, no. The one I was working for the other company. Oh, okay, cool, cool. It was cool. way before. Yeah. So I ran, went in the back and got more shirts. And I call, I text the owner. It's Donatello Versace's here. So he comes flying over. And I'm like, oh, and he comes in. I'm like, Donatello, I would like to introduce you to the owner. And she goes, no, 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 no. 
I don't have time. Oh, I love that shit. I just, wanna, I just want to talk to you. Oh, she knew what's up. Like she knew so, that. She like, brings me to Saudi grabs my hand, and she goes, "You have a talent. Whoa. Use it." And yeah. just walks away. I was like, "What the fuck just happened to me?" Yeah, dude, give me and, chills, um, man. That's so cool. Uh huh. So the next day, I she said she spent like three thousand dollars on these shirts too. Yeah, yeah. So the next day, the owner brings me into this office, and he goes, "What the fuck was that?" I go, "What was what, man?" Because you didn't show her anything else and this and that. Oh, fucking hater, man. And I was like, dude, I tried to introduce you to her and she didn't even want to talk to you. I'm like, what do you want me to do? You know, like she spent a lot of money. And he's like, you don't, you don't even care about the company. All you care about are your shirts that you make. Because I was making shirts and selling them there. So he was selling them to him. Yeah. He goes, get out of my store. You're fired. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So at the same time, so I, I left yeah. and... A couple days later, the girl I was in love with came home. She was finishing her record in California. Yeah. She came home after a month, and that day, she goes up to me, and she goes, listen, my record's about to come out. Mm-hmm. I no longer have time for you. I was just, <laughs> what? Yeah. You no longer have time? What? what? Yeah. She's like, and that was it. Last time I would, or yeah, that was the last time I ever spoke to her up until about a year ago. Mm-hmm. So here I was, back at my apartment with no job, Broken heart, Fuck. and like newly sober, oh my trying to figure God, shit out. That's the toughest shit, you know. And I was a fucking mess, an wow. absolute mess. Like I was just an emotional mess. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, everything I thought was going right just fell down the tubes. And I was like, really? Like this is what happens? You know, this is what happens when I try to get my life together and get my shit together. Like everything just fails. Yeah, it was like a true test. I took a couple months and really, I collected unemployment. I actually, got, yeah. I got 400 bucks a week. Yeah. <laughs> Living in New York, that's not a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So for a couple months, I kind of just really just like detoxed my life. Like I, I just stayed in my apartment. But what I was doing, I was just really analyzing everything in every part of my life as far as what I like, what I don't like, the people I need, the people I don't need. Mm. I just kind of cleaned up my mind up a little bit yeah. and I started to get this urge of like I need to be doing something I knew there was something inside I just didn't know what it was but it needed to get out Yeah. and that's when I, I started making clothing in my basement gosh I would put on music and literally just just disappear for a few hours oh, that's cool you know like the I found out that art was my new drug Mm. And it was like so you stay sober through that stay time. Sober oh the whole time. my god, that's fucking awesome, dude! Because everybody will break after oh, that. Of course, for sure. So you found for your sure. new high, which was your. Shirts. I just knew I couldn't, you know, your clothing. Everybody. That would be it. I would, yeah. I would, I would either die or just got. Who knows what would happen? Yeah, you dude. know, I didn't even have the money to go out anyway. I just knew I couldn't go back to it. So wow. when I started making the clothing, I mean. It was a high I'd never felt before. And it was like a natural high. Yeah. And I just fell in love with the feeling. Yeah, yeah. You know, like all my worries and my my thoughts and everything disappeared for for those few hours when I started creating things. Yeah. You know, I I started, I was just buying, I was going to like vintage stores and buying old leather jackets for like Mm. 20 bucks. Yeah. And just going home and using whatever paint I can I was actually going to like hardware stores and like, do you have any paint that you like screwed up on or anything? And they would sell mm. to me for like five bucks. Oh, smart. And I started painting jackets and it yeah. just became like a therapy session for me. Yeah. And I never had any intention on like creating a business or anything. It was just something I like to do. Yeah. And like I said, I started posting it on, on social media and people were like, Hey man, could I, 
get that. Can I buy that? <laughs> so luckily with the fashion background, I was like, wow, this, this might be a thing. Yeah. So I created a website and like a fake email address. Yeah. And I would answer on my own behalf. Yeah. Be like, oh yeah, Christian can do that. And yeah, he yeah. can, you know, like <laughs> pretend I had like a team and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> at first it wasn't okay to be like yourself like your I know. own company i know even i when i started with the same shit you yeah. had to act like that before you gotta act like you're like a big deal yeah, a real deal. yeah. You know, and people bought it it was yeah. amazing yeah but now it's like you could say you're like sure. from home but before it wasn't acceptable that's crazy yeah i know it's it's wild mm-hmm. and and it just kind of it, it like weirdly just took off a lot faster than i ever imagined and i was yeah. like holy shit this is amazing mm-hmm. you know and i was just working out of my apartment you know i, I, I did that for about three four years and it was a wild ride. Yeah. And, but I started to get a little, like, I started to kind of get weird because mm-hmm. there was points where I just wasn't leaving my apartment. You know, working at home, it, it became hard because I got so used to it. Yeah. Like, I would get up, take a shower, but then put, like, sweatpants on. Mm-hmm. And I'd go out, get a coffee, come home and work all day. Yeah. It's like I wasn't doing anything. I, I started to, like, felt, mm-hmm. you know, I felt like I was, like, sheltered or something. Yeah. <laughs> so then I get a phone call from uh, you know a friend of a friend and tells me you know hey this gentleman by the name of Jason Flom who's god he was the CEO for Atlantic Records and Virgin Records now he's with with Lava Records which is Universal Republic yeah he wants to meet with you oh okay so I met with him and he just basically sat me down he's like listen you know I've been in this business for 30 years and I know what a rock star is when I see one I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> He's like, yeah. I want to get involved in your business. Mm-hmm. And he became my business partner. Okay. And which was amazing because that came, like his whole team came involved and basically cleaned up the business side of my company. I had no idea to run a business. Yeah. You know, like I was just like this art kid. Yeah. You know, like I didn't know how to pay taxes or, you know, or just yeah, anything. Yeah, I didn't yeah. keep track of anything. So they turned that into the actual business. And then um, right at the same time, I got another phone call from somebody at the same, same time around right around the yeah. same time with, with uh, that I met Jason yeah. and it was a landlord in the, this neighborhood we're in now which is the South, South Street Seaport mm-hmm. so long story short with the Seaport this area was just washed away during Hurricane Sandy oh, okay. like it was done yeah. and after Sandy they tried to clean it up but like people just weren't coming down here anymore okay. and this big real, real estate company Howard Hughes came in and bought it and wanted to convert it back into like a neighborhood. So they were calling, you know, just comp- like more individual companies, not big box brands. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they said, hey, you know, do you have a store? And I said, no, you know, I just, you know, work out of my apartment. Would yeah. you want a store? And I was like, do I need a store? Yeah. <laughs> so I came down and actually yeah. looked at the space for him now. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is kind of neat. I was like, yeah, you, you want to try like three months? Or actually they said a month. You want to try a month? I was like, well, I don't know. A month is like, it's kind of not worth it. You know, like by the time I get in there, it's going to be a month. Mm-hmm. So we worked out a really, really good deal. And so, you know, let me, let me give it a shot. Yeah. You yeah. know, and uh, I built this place out. We, I mean, we, this, it was a children's store prior. So it was like hardwood floors mm, and okay. it was pink. And so we just like gutted the place and started from scratch. Yeah. It looks cool. And it became my place. You know, like, it, you know, the front here is this, is like the showroom and then the back is my studio. Yeah. And essentially, you know, I didn't need a store, but the fact that I can have people come in here and meet with them. Yeah. Like, my favorite thing is meeting people. You know, when I create for people, 
I love sitting down and talking to them and getting to know them. Because yeah. I mean, I'm creating something that's super special for my for them and for myself too. Mm-hmm. Because, and you know, it's like a piece of me that I'm I'm, I'm giving back to them. Mm-hmm. So being able to meet face to face, which I think is very important, it's a lost art. People these, these days don't know how to talk to each other. Yeah. They don't want to pick up their phone. <laughs> you know, and it's just like. Yeah. You know, everyone's just so used to like you know doing everything on the computer, on their phones, and like avoiding interaction. Yeah. You know, call me old school, but like that's what I grew up with. You yeah, know? like yeah. we used to have to call each other and like figure things out. And, like <laughs> I'll meet you here at this time. You know, and there was yeah. no such thing as texting and being yeah. like, oh, I can't make it, or I'm running late, or do you want to hang out later? Like we had to call each other, mm-hmm. and I still believe in that because it's like, you know. This goes back to the AA thing. Like, you know, I in my twenties I was that arrogant, stubborn, you know, guy with that mindset where like I'm better than you and this mm. and that. And clearly that proved wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I going back to AA, you know, I met such incredible people. And I learned like it's like that corny saying, don't judge a book by its cover. Like man, once you start talking to someone and like hear their story, you're like, holy shit, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. You know, and, like, people's stories are just so mind-blowing. Yeah. And that's why I... That's another big aspect of what I do. It's because it's... You know, I learn so much about people. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when I create for them, and then, you know, it, it, it's a, it's that much more special. You know, and then 90% of my clients, I can't, you know, I don't know how many pieces I've made over the years, but I have relationships with these people. Yeah. You know, still to this day. You know, every now and again, I mean, if they're in New York, they'll stop in just to say hello. Mm-hmm. Or occasionally I'll get a call. Hey, have you been, you know, and it, that's the best part of it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, it's just been a wild, wild ride since mm-hmm. you know, I've been here and it's, it, it's, it, it happened so quick. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you, how do you deal with the tough times? Cause I deal with them different, you know, say it's slow as fuck. You're not, sometimes you don't sell jackets. Sometimes I don't sell boots. You got fucking overhead. You got bills, marketing and all that. How do you deal with that situation or yeah how do you deal with that situation with I'm, those situations I'm learning still yeah. to this day and mm-hmm. I think I will be for the rest of my life yeah especially as a business owner you think it's just something that we will be stressed about mm-hmm. you know it's unfortunate you know like yeah. as much as like this free quote unquote free spirit in mind I want to be yeah money is the root of all evil mm-hmm. you know like it's just like it's it's scary you know yeah. like when like things are slow you're like shit yeah yeah so and, and I'm, I'm so in my head i'm like well that's the end i'm, I'm going yes dude, i'm going out of business fuck. it's yeah, over yeah, yeah. you know like yeah. i come up i like create these scenarios like i get like arguments with myself, yeah 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 you know and you're like what the fuck my manager every uh-huh. you know she's like it's it's gonna work itself out it's gonna work itself mm-hmm. out and knock on wood, it, it works itself out. Yeah, it does. You know, yeah, but like yeah. I don't, I, I still don't know how to not stress. Yeah. Like I'm just, it's just how I work. Yeah. It's like I stress is just a part of it, you know, and it's yeah. it's the biggest fear of mine. Yeah. I fear end. Yeah, dude. you know, the end of anything. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wish I learned how to just kind of be in the present at all times. Mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about the future. Yeah. I you see. know, instead of like. Just sitting down, like even right now, like in the back of my head, I'm thinking about later. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like what am I gonna get for dinner, and yeah. where am I gonna go, and I have to go meet with this person. Yeah, I, I, I gotta get a nap, and it's, yeah. you know, just how my brain works. Okay, it doesn't shut off. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that goes back to the, you know, when I create, that's like the only time my brain shuts off. Yeah, it's like this weird blackout. Like when I start painting, it's mm-hmm. just painting jackets, I should say. 
have you noticed when you're like, okay, say it's slow. Have you noticed when you start doing like painting and stuff like that or doing something towards the business that you love? Do you feel like it picks up again or? It does. It's just weird. weird? It's just, right? In my head, I'm like, yeah. I'm not relevant. I'm not cool. You know, this nobody <laughs> likes what I'm doing. And yeah. then I'll, but like, yeah. it's also, it's another thing too. Like when people like, you know, mm-hmm. give me praise, like it just, I don't, like I almost don't believe them. I'm like, mm-hmm. really? You guys yeah. like this stuff I do? Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're like, do you realize like, you know, who you're working with and, you know, the people of you dressed and it just, no, I don't realize it. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to celebrate a success. You know, okay. like I'll, I'll dress like a hero of mine. Yeah. You know, like one of my favorite bands or this, that or whatever. Sure. That's, it's, it's amazing, but I'm, I'm always thinking, well, like, what about tomorrow? You yeah. know, like, like am I still going to, is this still going to be around tomorrow? Instead of just being like, oh, wow, I just did something really cool. Like, yeah. I worked with like, you know, Axl Rose of Guns N' Roses, mm-hmm. you know, in my head, it's like, okay, I did that, but am I still going to be, you know, have my job tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just, that's, that's my biggest thing. Yeah. And I think that's just what keeps me going. And I don't want to say the word successful, but it keeps me you know, still mm-hmm. doing what I what I want to do. You know, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I need time off. I need a vacation. But this is mine. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know that feeling. Like yeah. when you got your own. Like this is yeah, mine. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's crazy, man. And if I if I neglect it in any way, I'm neglecting myself. Yeah. So I have no choice. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I. You know, I. There's never been a day and like fuck. I don't want to go to work today. Nah, yeah, exactly. Like never. You yeah. know, because it's because like, you love that shit. Yeah. Right? yeah, I mean, I, I can, you know, I'll, I won't do as much on a certain day when I'm not feeling it, or like I'll work a half day. Like today, like I'm, we had, we had a meeting late last night with this artist that we're working with, and gosh, we ended up talking until like two in the morning. Yeah, I woke up. It was just, I was like, man, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I should probably just stay home and sleep. But then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go to the shop, get a few things done. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily need to, like, accomplish a million things today. But as long as I just go get a few things done, I feel accomplished. Yeah. You know, and then I'll feel I'm fine, you know, for the weekend. Yeah. Sundays, I, I, I promised myself that <laughs> I would take Sundays off. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting better at it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's crazy, right? You get so addicted, right? It's like, fuck. And that's what, you know, like you said, part of the reason I stopped doing all, you know, all that other stuff. Because you get addicted to this thing you love so much, right? Even the Sundays, you're like... I want to work. It's insane. Yeah. You know, like, I, like, pray for rain or something. Like, or, like, a, <laughs> like a natural disaster to happen on Sunday where I physically can't go and do something, yeah. you know? And, like, so, because it's, I wake up and I'm like, I, I can't just, like, I, I don't know how people do it. Like, they just stay in bed all day long. Yeah. Like, I, I can't do that. Like, I don't know what that feeling is. Like, yeah. I'm just staying in bed all day long. Like, I have to get up, get ready, and go out and do something. Yeah. Even just for a few hours. Like <laughs> I make up errands, you know, and like I have to do it just in order to feel like I've I've done something. Yeah. Also I just feel like I wasted a day. You know, and it's I think it's my it's my biggest you know problem, I guess you could say, that I you know don't take that time for myself. Yeah. Do you think that what do you recommend people to do if they want to start their own business? Do you think they should completely quit their job? Because what I did, I, I worked part time still, and I hustled on the side. Yeah, that's you know a, what I yeah. mean. Do you, do you recommend? What do you recommend for people that want to do their own shit? Like to well, start their own business. You can't let any. You can't. You gotta. Get, you gotta get out of your own head first of all. Yeah. And you gotta stop questioning if you're capable of doing it. Everyone, because it, everyone's. It's amazing. Everyone is capable of doing something, but they're 
a lot of people are afraid of it. Yeah. They're afraid of failure. Yeah. You know, and they're afraid of and they're comfortable with, you know, a job that has a paycheck and benefits and this mm-hmm. and Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is amazing because you're guaranteed that owning your own business, you're not guaranteed Shit. that. You know, and it's that's the scariest part of it. So you know, find out find your hobby, find what you love to do and try it. Yeah. Huh? You know, and if you're that scared, still have your job. Mm-hmm. You know, you do have time off and on that time off try your hobby and give it a shot. You yeah. know? And if it doesn't work, then, you know, you can grow Get that happy. older and <laughs> say, you know, you, at least you try. Yeah. You know, like I mean, you know, you, it's like, could you imagine being like, you know, like one of these wall street guys or this, thing? Mm-hmm. they're just miserable 24 seven because it's like their job for other, that working for other people is literally taking their life over. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't allow them to be their true selves. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I, but I've seen people get out of it, you know, yeah. and like they they take up a hobby or something, a passion, mm-hmm. or they find something they like to do and it, be, it they, they just literally change their life and yeah. they become happier and yeah. even healthier because it's, you know, yeah, it's, 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 they find their true selves. Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. That's good, right? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Do you want to tell people anything else? Like anything, man. If, probably, the, I mean, the best advice for me is well, there's two things actually. I was actually it was, it was wild when I first started this whole thing. I was down in the subway and I saw this literally this sticker on a pole. I was just standing next to it. And I didn't even notice the sticker first, but I look and it said, "Why get paid to live someone else's dream?" Mm-hmm. Like, Holy shit! And that's what I was, that's what I was doing for so long. Like yeah. I was creating art and somebody else was putting their name on it and selling it, Yeah, you know? And I was just like, wow. But I was so comfortable because I was getting paid and I didn't care. You know, I just knew, you know, I, I had a job. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the next thing is, you know, what most people need to learn is don't ever give up. I have it tattooed right here. Yeah. It's in like the most, right on my wrist, the most like focal point of my hand. Yeah. And I look down at it every day and it's like, you know, as shitty as times can be or slow or whatever mood I'm in or gosh, you know, anything. Yeah. But I look down and I just, I say to myself, don't ever give up. Oh, you, know, cool. you just can't give up. You know, yeah. like it's, it's tough. You know, this world yeah, is so, dude, that's such in a time. weird place right now. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much going on out there. Yeah. You know, and I don't get wrapped up in, in anything outside of, you know, my little bubble. I don't have cable anymore. I don't check the news anymore. Mm-hmm. I know it's a good, you know, some people are like, oh, you're, you're crazy. You don't know, want to know what's going on. Is it, you know what's funny about the news? If it's really important, someone's going to tell you. That, well, so, so that's what happened. So like, yeah. I can't pay attention to any of that yeah. stuff. You know, I mean, this country is just like, it, every day there's something going on. This uh, world, every day there's something going on. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, get, I would just be like a paranoid freak walking around me like oh my gosh the world it's gonna end <laughs> yeah so i literally told like my mom and like my manager I'm like listen if there's something i need to know call me mm-hmm. literally that's it yeah other than that i don't want to know and i focus on myself you know and you have to like i said it's the most important thing you have to be a little bit selfish and focus on yourself yeah don't worry about what other people are doing yeah you know that's another thing too. anybody says right that's another thing too you know in especially today's age with everything being so accessible on cell phones and everything's so monitored it's like you know 1984 George Orwell how you know everyone can see your life so everyone compares themselves to others yeah constantly and it's like 
who the fuck cares about others? Like, who cares what other people are doing? Mm-hmm. Like, half of it's fake. Yeah. Pay, just pay attention to yourself. Yeah. You know, and like, don't try. Just do it. You know, yeah. be you. And you'll find that people will become more perceptive to you because you're you. Yeah. You know, if you try to put on this act or this facade that you're something else, yeah. people are going to eventually figure that out. Yeah, for sure. And I think nowadays you just got to fucking put it out there. I put everything out there, you know, it's like a Jihad cowboy. Yeah, but I'm Mexican. I don't, you know, give yeah. a fuck. I think people will figure it out anyway. You know what I mean? Right. So it doesn't, I think it's, everything's transparent now. Yeah. You know, so I'd rather be the truth and that's it. At first, it's, I was kind of weird about it. Like, oh, I'm going to hide my company because it's Jihad cowboy. I was standing in the background, but it's like, you know what? Fuck it. They're going to find out anyway. Might as well let them know the yeah. truth. <laughs> it's wild, though, yeah. man. I mean, I, I, there's nothing I have really to hide. Actually, yeah. nothing I have to hide, yeah. you know? I'm very open with mm-hmm. who I am. I mean, my sobriety, you That's know, cool, my yeah. struggles, my ups and my downs, yeah. and I talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so crazy to hear someone be like, hey, man, you know, you inspire me. Yeah. It's like, wow, really? Like, I, that's not what I meant to do. I didn't mean to do that, you yeah. know? And just to hear people, you know, like, thank me for, yeah. like, you know, thank you for helping me yeah. get through my day or whatever it is. And all I'm doing is venting about my day. Yeah. You know, and you, it's... If, that's the coolest thing. I mean, if you can like inspire one person mm-hmm. or make one person happy, then you know you're doing something all right. Yeah. You know, I mean, look at me. I mean, I bought a pair of boots from you, gosh, what, five years ago? Is and, it? Yeah. And here we are sitting on the couch together, you know? And like, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking you know, crazy, I found, man. you know, like, fucking came out here. That's just fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, gosh, I, it, I remember at the beginning, like, I called, we, we talked on the phone. Yeah. You, you which was so right, real, yeah. you know? And like, we, I was like, holy shit, this guy, like, I'm actually speaking to this person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because everything is, like I said, everything is just so non personal. You, know? mm-hmm. you go on a website and that's it. You order and it comes to your door. And yeah. You know where the hell it came Did from. Did you hear me about Instagram or was it on just my website? Do you remember? I think it was your website. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like, I'm going to call. Yeah. I got excited so I was like oh shit this guy hit me after I hung up I was like I'm gonna look this fool up <laughs> and then I looked it up I was like oh shit he hit me up that's fucking then, bad show my wife I was like make some badass jackets check them out and that was like the beginning like, yeah. it was like when I was starting yeah. too that goes back to I'm a huge customer service person mm-hmm. you know what I mean and it's just interacting with another human mm-hmm. makes it that much more special yeah you know getting like talking to you and like I mean, I asked for your opinions, and yeah. you know, like you've—it's just you've responded like, "Oh, you would like this." Like it's a, like you know what I like, you know. And like we figured it, you figured yeah. out like my taste and yeah. what I'm into and my lifestyle. And yeah. now you, you know, you can literally you choose things. Hey, I think you would like this. Yeah, like that's amazing, yeah. you know. Like I—that's how I work. Mm-hmm. You know, like anywhere I go, like if I'll go to like a shitty coffee spot, you know, that knows who I am and like doesn't have to ask like hey the usual yeah. as opposed to like the best coffee place where they can give a fuck yeah. they just want your money and you get out yeah, you know true. like I, I prefer that like I prefer the interaction yeah you know and that's just like how the relationships I start you know and it, it's it's amazing mm-hmm. so I try to practice that with myself and yeah. in my own company now because yeah. it's just that much more important yeah you make sure. like you make someone feel so much more special you know like you know by calling someone by their actual you know by their first name and just like hey you know, like how's, how's everything going yeah. like you know, they, they, they feel better. Yeah, they do. You yeah. know, even yeah, as hard as it is, I, t- I try to talk to every single client mm-hmm. and just kind of just be real with them. Yeah. And they're it's like, they're so weirded out by it. They're like, oh my gosh, like I can't believe you're actually speaking to me. And like, <laughs> why would, why would you, you know, why? Yeah, yeah. Or what, even when I'm sitting in the shop, it, it's funny when people come in, they, they like do a double take. They're like, what are you doing here? 
Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? What, what am I doing here? I work here. This is my yeah. place. And yeah. they're like, well, we didn't expect you to be here. Yeah. Where else should I go? Yeah. You know, cool, I want to make myself accessible to a yeah. degree, you know, to an extent. You know, like, to, like nobody knows. Like today, I'm here by myself. Like you can walk through the front door and sit down and we can we can have a conversation. Yeah. You know, and it's just, <laughs> you know, success in any degree doesn't mean you have to change as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, your head doesn't have to grow. And unfortunately, people do that. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with social, like, I, I always go back to social media. Yeah. Especially with the social media, you know, like people gain a following, most of them for absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden they think they're like these huge mm. celebrities and they're untouchable and they deserve to be treated like royalty. Yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Fuck your ego. Yeah. And you're no better than me. Yeah. So it's like, you know, just get her, get off your high horse mm-hmm. and go live your life yeah. and, and lose the fake bullshit because we can see through it. Yeah. That's true. Know, yeah. So. Cool. Yeah, so that's 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 it in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, cool, man. Thank you for the interview. Of course. Appreciate it, man. Thank you guys for listening. Remember, for this podcast, you don't have to be a cowboy to listen. Make sure you subscribe. I'm going to have more hustlers out here, more entrepreneurs talking about their path and where they're going and what steps they're taking. So make sure to tell your friends and their family. See ya. See ya.